And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, and good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are, whatever time of day. Welcome aboard. We're glad to have you with us. John Bon Jovial, welcome to you also, sitting there, uh, just sitting there with that evil chuckle. What, 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 what's going on, I am John? sitting here with an evil grin on my face because, well, after all, when you are the legendary John Bon Jovi old, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're legendary and evil all at the same time because, you know, I was talking to a really good friend of mine the other day. His you guy named, I don't know if you've heard of an old radio guy named Clem Dawson that I was talking to, a friend of mine. Yeah, I've and, heard you know, he yes. said that, uh, he said, hey, uh, is it really true that you're legendary? And I said, why, yes, Clem, it is. He said, wow, I wish I could be as legendary as you. And I said, well, maybe someday. You'll hook up with somebody that will have a stupid show just like this one, and you too can be legendary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I appreciate knowing. Uh, I appreciate knowing how much you think of this show, uh, John Bon Jovial, and uh, that will uh, actually, that feeling will be. Uh, we, have, we have a lot of fun here. We really do. You know, some of the guests do. that we get are. Some more than others. Everybody's fun, but some more than others are just an absolute riot. And I know that. There's one young lady that we're going to have on with us today, uh, a young lady by the name of Nikki Chris. I love talking to her because she's just so much fun. She is a lovely person. Yes. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you clarified that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, John Bonjovial, get up off the floor. (laughs) Speaking of our guests. I'm, I'm going to shut up now. (laughs) That <laughs> uh, sounds like a plan. Speaking of our Good guests, idea. I uh, I should uh, mention at this point that uh, I, I've got a uh, a note from one of our more recent guests, uh, the uh, Steve Litvak, who was on the on the uh, Link Ray show, the anniversary of Rumble show, and uh, he does a show on our host station in Rochester, New York, uh, WRFZ FM 106.3 FM, and uh, he also has a band, a rock band, uh, who very closely uh, follow the music of Link Ray. As a matter of fact, they incorporate much of his music in their show, and they open most of the shows with Rumble, I believe, or something uh, along that line. I know they're, they're really fans of Link Ray, Rumble, and his, his music. And I get a note from Steve after their uh, show last, uh, what was it, two weeks ago they were on? And uh, I got a note the other day that said that uh, they were referring to last week's guests, uh, The Contagious, who uh, got to open for John Bon Jovi, for Bon Jovi in Texas. And he said that uh, he wanted to pass along to you the information that uh, regardless of how thrilled Contagious might have been to open for Bon Jovi and how many people love Bon Jovi, with all due respect, he said that his band, the Tombstone Hands, would much rather open for John Bon Jovial. Well, of course they would, because I am a legend in my own mind. 
<laughs> well, you thank you very much, John Bon Jovial. And uh, uh, I, I think away. that's great that they said that as nicer than it really was. <laughs> I, I thought so. <laughs> even too. even if said in jest. <laughs> exactly, and I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go back through our old shows and see if I can find where it was, when it was, and most importantly, who it was that labeled you legendary and punished them to the extent of the law. <laughs> because we will never we will never get over that. <laughs> I will never forget that show. Uh, I almost fell on the floor. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to Because think, I knew it was uh, something I could rub into your face for, well, a long time. The rest of your natural born <laughs> days, of course. <laughs> we want to thank well, we all of our listeners... There. All of our listeners out there, including our listeners in Rochester, who uh, get to hear us on WRFZ FM 106.3. That's also known as Rochester Free Radio. Hello to all you beautiful people in Rochester. And also, while we're at it, uh, we might as well say uh, hello to all of our friends who listen through the courtesy of Armand Chabrook, who also has a show on WRFZ FM. And uh, he also happens to own the legendary, and in truth, this place is legendary, the legendary House of Guitars, the Hog in uh, Rochester, because uh, Armand does us the honor of playing our show through the uh, speakers at his store and even out on the street. So if you happen to be in Rochester on a, on a Saturday at about 5 o'clock in the evening Eastern time, uh, you're going to get to hear this show even if you're just walking down the street. And the nice part is the weather should be breaking pretty soon. I mean, we're recording this in the middle of June, uh, middle of April, and I understand there's still at least one more snowstorm coming uh, to upstate New York sometime in the very near future. But I, I would imagine that sooner or later you will get some summer up there, and uh, it'll be comfortable enough that you can walk down the street uh, past the House of Guitars and listen to music and whatever else happens to be going on. So best of luck to you, and thanks to all of our friends in Rochester, as well as around the world. We don't want to forget you folks. As a matter of fact, uh, we've got some uh, some artists coming up in the week ahead from uh, various places around the world. I know we've got another artist coming from Great Britain who will be calling in to join us. And, uh, well, we've got some other surprises coming, including one uh, that we will probably have, and you can make a note of this, uh, we will probably have a very big announcement between now and I would say around the 1st of May. Uh, that's on a Tuesday. So uh, I would say very, very possible by the end of April, since the 1st of May is on a Tuesday, there's a good chance we'll have uh, we'll have word and have things put together to be able to make an announcement by the end of this month. So uh, you might want to Keep that in mind. Keep watching for it online, and we'll make an announcement on the show when we have all the pieces put together and can announce it. But it's going to be a very big thing. Uh, we're going to make the show great again, and it will be very great. It will be extremely great. <laughs> you will love it because it is great. <laughs> so watch for that. Look forward for that one. <laughs> also, we want to thank our husband, Titty Bingo who play our theme music for us every week, and they have since the beginning of the show. We really appreciate that. And uh, 
we appreciate the fact that they lay down some pretty good rock and roll. Check them out. Uh, you can find them on their website at tittybingo.com, as well as all the usual social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Just look for Titty Bingo and uh, check out the music. It's always time to play Titty Bingo. Now, remember, this is the show where good you, stuff. our guests, pick the awards. We are the David Bowers Awards Show because there are so many award shows. As those of you who had the misfortune to watch last night know, we just decided that every show will be an award show. That makes every guest an award winner because there are no nominating committees, no panels, no voting committees or anything like that. If somebody does something exceptionally good or exceptionally stupid and you think they deserve an award, you tell us we'll award them something. All righty. Well, let's see. We've got a uh, couple of guests today. Uh, as John mentioned, we have a uh, young lady whom we'd love to have on the show as, as often as possible. And we also have a gentleman coming on who is a first-time guest. He'll be joining us shortly. Uh, and he will be, uh, well, actually, he's going to be talking about uh, his uh, fantastic career. He has uh, a lot going on. He, he does uh, promotion and, uh, well, he does a lot of different things and uh, we're going to talk to him about that. And he's also going to talk about, uh, you know, our Rockstar 101 class for this week, which we haven't had in a while on Rockstar 101. We try to give tips to emerging artists, to upcoming artists, people who would like to be stars. We give you some tips on how to do it, what you need to know and do to make it in the music business because it's a tough business and it's one of those where you, you don't learn it in high school and you really got to look around for a college that teaches uh, you know how to be a star in music. It's one of those things that uh, you really, you know, most people either have one gigantic break or they work their fingers to the bone trying to make it and if you want to be a rock star, keep in touch with us because we try to give you tips. We have them online every day, 24-7. Well, not 24-7. We have them on uh, every day around the uh, year, and they uh, run it, uh, what, they run about four times a day. You'll find Rockstar 101. Just Google it online. Uh, just uh, Google hashtag Rockstar 101, and uh, you should come up with a whole plethora of tips on uh, things that you need to know to become successful in the music business. John Bon Jovial. Uh, oh, well, you know what? Before I, before I turn it back to you for a second, I, I do want to also uh, thank and uh, say hello to our friend uh, Mary Perry in Rochester. Mary Perry is not, a, <laughs> is not a phony name we made up here in the asylum. Mary Perry is a very real person in Rochester, New York, or in the Rochester area, who is an accredited disability representative. And uh, in addition to that, and I understand being a wonderful person, uh, she also underwrites our show on WRFZ FM 106.3. She makes it possible for you people in Rochester to hear this show, or she is at least one of the people who do that. And we thank her very much for that because we enjoy, uh, we enjoy being there for you. And occasionally we even have uh, Rochester guests on the show, like Armand Shawbrook and uh, Steve Litvak, who broadcast on WRFC. So uh, hats off and a big salute to Mary Perry of Rochester. John Bon Jovial, what are your thoughts you know, as far as awards are concerned, the only award that I can think of at the moment was I did catch a little bit of the uh, Country Music Awards last night. And, you know, there was a, 
yeah, the ACMs. There were there was a a serious undertone to it because of the uh, the shooting in Vegas about six or seven months ago. Uh, but but the one thing that I don't understand are these guys that come out there on stage and they're singing some of them quite well, but they have these ridiculous cowboy hats on, and most of them look like they're made <laughs> out of plastic or 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 you know rubber of some kind, and 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 it's like. <laughs> What are you doing? You know, why are you wearing that stupid hat? Of a rhinestone <laughs> cowboy. So, uh, yeah, rhinestone cowboy. Uh, back in the 70s, we used to call them chrome hippies, but uh, yeah, that's, that's another true. story altogether. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, my award goes out to these guys for wearing really, really dumb hats. I think that's, uh, you know, I think that that award is so, so fitting and appropriate that if I can find the right button to push, uh, yeah, there it is. We have an award for that. Uh, excuse you. Do you have a burrito today? I, uh, uh, moving right along, folks, I think it's time Let's to get down to the music. music. Shut up. Because that's what music. it's all about. The music and, of course, the people who make it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to a new group. This is the first time we've had their music on the show. As a matter of fact, it's almost the first time I've ever met them because uh, I just stumbled across them in the last day or two. They are alternative rockers from Irvine, California. They're kicking off their locked and loaded tour this month and previewing new music from their forthcoming full-length album. Now, they've been praised for their Americana rock, and I don't mean country rock. This stuff is rock, and they also incorporate sweeping orchestral tracks, vocals, unforgettable choruses, connective emotional lyrics. I think you're going to like these guys. Ladies and gentlemen, here they are, the Brevet and Locked and Loaded.
Hi, this is John Bon Jovial, and I just want to thank you for tuning in today and listening to the David Bowers Awards. Well, there you go. The Brevet, B-R-E-V-E-T. Check them out online. It's called Locked and Loaded. They're on their Locked and Loaded tour of the United States right now. And uh, I'll let you in on a little secret in case you hadn't suspected already. You're going to hear hearing from them very soon because we're going to get them on the show and talk to them about their great new sound. I think you're going to be hearing more about that. Speaking of hearing more about things, we're going to hear more about our next guest, who is uh, who goes by the name of Jimmy Starr, and he's got uh, actually he's got quite a uh, quite a history, quite a list of accomplishments and things he's involved in. So let's not waste any time. Let's bring him on in here, say hello, and uh, find out more about him. Jimmy, welcome aboard. Hey, hello. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I want to oh, commend so- you before we. Before we talk about me, I want to commend you because you have great music taste. Uh, anytime I've heard the show and I look at the list of who's in your awards, it's always such great music that you really have a good ear for it. And uh, and everything that you're doing for all the indie artists is really commendable. Well, thank you very much. I knew there was a reason I was having him on the show. <laughs> Seriously, uh, we really do try. And uh, the the whole thing, as I said, our whole our, our whole thought process is based on it's all about the music and the people who make it and if we're uh, if we're coming up with sounds that people like and groups that people want to get to know then we've accomplished what we set out to thank you really appreciate Absolutely. that jimmy you, you, jimmy you've you got, got it going uh, on i appreciate <laughs> knowing that you have got something going on yourself as a matter of fact you got a whole bunch of somethings going on your well, let's see if i've got a few of them right here your director okay. of operations at a publishing company your directions yes. of operations of pop and urban divisions of spectrum music group you're a radio yep. and television personality with your own show the jimmy star show with ron russell you're also yes. a founding partner of world star pr you're the executive producer of your uh, your show, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, and you've worked at a bunch of other. Sp- Tell us a little bit about. Uh, and uh, I'm a best-selling. I'm a I'm a best-selling author, and I'm an probably, actor. That's probably on the list here. I just didn't get down to. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't get down through it all. I mean, we've got uh, we've got the University of Florida where you studied. Uh, also, the Boba Actors Workshop in New York. And uh, we've got you living in Palm Springs and uh, from Fort Lauderdale, and Florida. I, actually, and I just moved to Palm Springs six weeks ago. Did you? Yeah, you were, actually, you were down in... Go ahead. Florida, 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 and then Pennsylvania. I was a total East Coast person up until six weeks ago. Now I'm living in Palm Springs. And uh, right now the weather is absolutely beautiful. It's like 85 degrees and nice and warm and beautiful. And, uh, and we moved here basically... Uh, for the weather, number one, and, and to help broaden my career in the entertainment industry. Well, I think you're probably going to find that you like both as well as the uh, weather and the area. You're there at a good time of year. Spring and fall is really nice in the desert, and uh, I love the area in Palm Springs. I've been out there many times, of course, but uh, 
being a little bit of a desert rat, I've spent some time down south of there, uh, beyond the Salton Sea in a place called Borrego Springs, which is a really neat desert company for a uh, country for exploring and camping and like that. And also, if you go up a little bit to the north of you, uh, up the hill on the other side of the uh, 10 freeway, you can get up to a place called Yucca Valley, which is an amazing place. You've got uh, you've got I've the old, old West Town that Roy and Dale built, or uh, Roy and Gene Autry built up there, Frontier Town. Uh, you've got the uh, the the amazing national park there, which is uh, is it, just beyond words. Uh, it's a beautiful area. Every the weekend, whole... every weekend yep. we're taking like little excursions to like go to different places. So we actually drove That's... to Tijuana this past weekend. We went. To, I've only been to L.A. once. We've been here, but we went to L.A. We've been to the Yucca Valley. Uh, every weekend we go someplace else. We're going to Big Bear to check out the mountains soon. And uh, and it's very nice. It's a lot of fun, and I think entertainment-wise, you know, it's it's close enough to the action without being in the action to to really meet a lot of great people and network and 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 find really cool people to work with. Well, tell us a little bit about Jimmy Star. Now you got all of this going on. Tell us exactly. Let's start with your overview. What is it that your life is all about? Why are you involved in all of these things? And what's your what's your direction? Your focus. I love entertainment and I love helping uh, people and being involved, uh, just being involved in entertainment. My priorities are basically like I have a PR company that, that uh, promotes indie artists and indie films and indie authors called World Star PR. And that's one of my priorities. And my other priority is my te- television radios. I guess you call it, it's a web show, really. It's television and radio. It's a Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell. And we are the number one web show in the world. We have four and a half million weekly viewers and listeners. We bring on different celebrities and up and coming artists and interview them. Um, it's, it's television and, and radio both. We're syndicated all over the world and on iHeartRadio. And, um, uh, and it's just fun. You know, you get to hang out with, with, uh, cool, famous people. And once you meet them, you get to go to a lot of great events. And, uh, I actually started the show to interview like all the people who, who I looked up to like in the eighties, like all the favorite 80s stars. I'm an eighties kid. And, uh, so I started it to start doing that and to interview horror movie people. Cause that was my favorite genre of movies. And we've kind of just branched out into just interviewing anybody who we think is really cool. Well, I, I can identify with that because John and I worked in radio for a long time. Uh, we worked together for a couple of years in uh, Florida radio in Tampa. But when we were putting this show together back uh, about six years ago, uh, that was uh, that was pretty much a focus of what we were doing. I said that I wanted to do two things. Uh, I wanted to pay it back to the artist whose music I played when I was in terrestrial radio, who helped me uh, raise a family and get through life, and also pay it forward to the new artists who are up and coming and give them one more stage to play on and show off their music and talents. John Bon Jovial, you've been sitting there very patiently. I know you've got something you want to jump in with. What's up? Well, I just I want to backtrack just a, a little bit, Jimmy. Uh, you know, you're living in a part of the world that is probably my favorite part of the world, and I've been to a bunch of different places. Uh, but the um, if you're if you've gone out to uh, Joshua Tree uh, and or you know hopefully Salton Sea and uh, and and these you know other areas, you really owe it to yourself to head north a little bit on the 395 and go up to the Owens Valley and check that out because that is just an amazingly magnificent country up there. I'm writing that down right now because uh, there's yeah. so many places to go. And, 
We, we try to take one day a weekend to go because we, we moved into a house, but we're still fixing it up and everything, so we don't have time. And during the week's days, I'm working. And so uh, weekends is kind of like when we're yeah. fixing up the house, but we take one of the days to go and, and see something cool like that. And, and since everything is really close by, we went to San Diego one, one day uh, and had a blast in San Diego. And we drove by uh, the This Salt is not sea a day this trip, past though. This is, this is, yeah, you're going to have to plan a weekend around this because ah, okay. from where you are, it's probably going to be about five or six hours north. But it is well, well worth the effort. It's, Definitely. Uh, Owens Valley is uh, is two valleys over from Death Valley, and uh, okay. it, there's a lot of a lot of American history there. Uh, you want to uh, head for a town called Bishop, B I S H O P, and uh, and then plan your. Yeah, plan your excursions from there. Google and it. Don't forget, don't forget Lone Pine. Just don't forget oh, Lone yeah. Pine, just south of Bishop, which is it's the history of the movies, really, going back to uh, Fatty Arbuckle in 1920. There's an amazing history. There's a movie museum there, and uh, aside from all the movies shot there, every cowboy star who ever was a star and some who weren't have filmed up there at one time. Amazing history up in that part of the country. But I love, we want to I talk love about all the old stuff. Actually, you my, love... my co-host, Ron Russell, my, has uh, had a TV series called Set the Record Straight uh, on Time Warner Cable here in California years ago where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. And so he's like a Turner Classic Movies like Buff and knows every movie and, and has interviewed and hung out with most of the stars, Betty Davis and Elizabeth Taylor and all those people. Oh, and, and so we watch a lot of that stuff, but... But um, you, you, but, you but, will love but I'm Lone Pine. better at the music. Yeah, so I'm looking. And that's to what that. we wanted. That's what we wanted to talk to you about here. Now we understand you're doing a lot of work with uh, with indie artists, and uh, that's what we wanted to focus on here. I know you also work uh, a lot with our friends in uh, Florida, Lady Lake Entertainment, Lady Lake Music. Yes, Cindy and Jen. They're so fabulous. They're like the coolest. They really are. Like besides being probably like some of the nicest people I've ever. Actually, I've never actually physically met them, but the nicest people I've ever like met on on social media and talked to on the phone. They're the coolest people ever. They're so much fun to work with. Um, they've got the best, best like working. Uh, what do you call it like when people work really hard? Ethics, I guess. They're the most ethical yeah, absolutely. and hardest working people I know. Uh, and I love working with them. And we just uh, we're promoting ourselves for the Nashville Universe uh, Music Awards. Right. I was going to bring that up, too. I'm glad you mentioned that you and they are uh, in the Nashville uh, Universe Awards competition. What exactly is that all about? The Nashville Universe, it's a country music awards uh, presentation for people in the country music industry. And they just happen to have categories of who the best promoters and publicists are. And Lady Lake uh, was in the category for best promoter, and I was in the category for best publicist. And since we get along so well, we decided to kind of like team up and do our promotions together, uh, where like we were asking everybody to vote for both of us instead of each one of us doing it individually because uh, we work super well together. And we don't know if we, we, we don't know how we did. We know we made it to the finals, but we don't have a final result yet. I don't even know when we get to find that out, but hopefully we did really well. Well, we, we definitely have uh, supported you all the way along. And, and as you said, uh, the girls at Lady Lake are wonderful. They're not only wonderful people and hard workers. The thing that impressed me first was the fact of how hard they work for the artists they represent. And uh, that is something that is, uh, well, it's all too lacking in this business. But uh, they do. They get out there and they work for the artists they represent. Jimmy, before we move on, I want to touch on the... Uh, 
on the subject matter that we, we, we were directing this at, which is uh, what we call Rockstar 101. It's an occasional recurring feature that we have on the show where we have people from different areas of the entertainment and music industries who come on and give us a little bit of a tip on what it takes to succeed in the music business in 2018. Uh, what, in a nutshell, what do you think an artist needs to know to make it in the business today? Um, I think one thing that artists need to know specifically is that they have to like play shows, whether they're getting paid or not. Um, you cannot have an attitude that you're like Bon Jovi and you should be getting paid like all this money if nobody's ever heard who you are. And I think that you know everybody's got such egos that everybody needs to let the egos down, work with other people, get out as many shows. And the other thing that they need to do is on social media, don't just blast out. Like, look at me, look at me, look at me, but actually build a fan base by interacting with the people who support you and your music, uh, and then they will actually buy your music, and you'll actually be able to support yourself as an artist. Now, there you brought out one point that is very, very dear to my heart and also has probably the thinnest gray line of any in the business, and that is playing whether you get paid for it or not. Now, the other side of that coin is, as I'm sure you're aware, there are a lot of venues and bookers who will take advantage of artists and want to get them to play for free. Uh, there are venues, many of which uh, expect you to put the people in their club. Now, of course, that is part of your job, but I'm talking about the ones that want you to virtually work as an agent and go out and hustle the people. Where do you think, an artist should draw the line between playing for hire, playing for free, and why? Um, okay, I think that artists should play. Uh, first of all, I think that once you've developed a name for yourself, you should be able to play for hire. It might not be a, bit, a lot of money, but at least enough to cover your expenses. So, you know, pay for your gas, pay for your lodging, and, and things like that. Um, I think that artists you know, want to go out on tour so bad. And, and most of the time they don't build a name in their own hometown. And if you can't fill a, if you can't fill a nightclub or a bar or a someplace to play in your own hometown, you're definitely not going to be able to go travel five hours away and do it. So I think you need to play, you know, develop a local fan base first. Once you've developed a local fan base, local venues will pay you to be there because they'll see that you can bring the, the clients in. I don't think that you should be a, a slave to the whole thing. And it is a very fine line. I never really thought about it that way until you, you actually said that. It is a fine line, but I think until you've developed some sort of a name and that you've proved you know, that you can get 50 or 100 people to come to a place to, to see you play, you can't uh, have such an ego you know, that you're not willing to do it because how do you ever expect to, for people to find out who you are? You know, and so I think that that you really need to start in your own hometown first, build a really big fan base or the biggest one that you can, and then slowly branch out from there. And the reputation that you've created from your hometown base will go to one, two, three cities over, and you will get paid in all the different places you go. And you don't have to do it like as a slave, but you got to work really hard at the very beginning to build yourself uh, a name that, that people will know enough that they'll want to pay you. Uh, I don't know okay. if I rambled too much with that. <laughs> no, actually, you did a very good job. You did express your, your views on the subject, which is exactly what we wanted you to. Now, before we let you go, uh, first thing, I've got I've to have selfish motivation. We're going to be able to have you come back and join us again in the future? Absolutely. I loved it. I, I think you guys are great. And you have such a voice. 
God, you have a good voice. Well, well thank you. I tell them that. Okay, sometimes, so, I sometimes so even bring it with me, but that's another story. Thank you, Jimmy. And we do appreciate having you come share your time with us and your opinions. And we do want to have you come back again in the future. Last thing before you go, be sure and tell people how they can find you online. Sure, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. R everywhere. So it's Dr. Jimmy Starr on Twitter, Dr. Jimmy Starr on uh, Instagram, and it's just Jimmy Starr on Facebook. All righty. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Jimmy Starr, the doctor, has been in the house, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back here again with us in the very near future. Thank you so much. Jimmy Starr. Thank you, you guys. Have a great night. You're welcome. Right, again. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is waiting in the green room for us. She's a lady we've had on here several times in the past, and I promise you we will have, here, have her on here several times again in the future if uh, she'll agree to come and join us. Her name is Nikki Chris. Last summer she had a big hit with a thing called Captain America, and we're going to play that for you right now before we talk to her. Here's Nikki Chris.
Captain America. That's Nikki Chris, and so is this. Hello, Nikki. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Just fine now that we got you here and we we can actually talk. I uh, will let the uh, listeners in on a little uh, behind-the-scenes stuff here. For some reason, when uh, Nikki called in, uh, she was waiting, and I went to say hello to her on the the off-air monitor, and uh, she and John Bon Jovial... Their connections both disappeared. So all we had was the music and me. And uh, fortunately, it looks like we've got everything corrected. We're so glad to have you here with us and joining us again, Nikki. Uh, it's always a pleasure. And I know we had talked about possibly having a sneak preview of some new music because you're working hard on a new album, which you, are, which you have promised us is going to be quite something. And knowing the stuff you have done already, uh, we kind of believe that. But the music wasn't ready. What can you tell us about it? Oh, yeah. So um, lots of fun stuff. But, yeah, uh, nothing is really ready to showcase other than what you already have because um, we're actually still writing some of the stuff. Um, we've got a lot written already. Um, but we want to make sure that everything that we actually include in the album really fits together well. So there's some things that we've actually written, tracked, recorded that may not actually end up on the album, um, you know, because we may come up with something better. And um, that's really what we're doing. So it's kind of, uh, it's fun because we're you know, going down all these fun little paths with, with some of these songs, and um, it's, it's going to be epic. And, and you know, I, I, good things take time, right? Um, Absolutely. So, you know, it's like fine wine. Good things take time, and uh, we're taking our time um, to make sure that it's right, but I, I think everybody's going to really, really, really like this one. Well, we're definitely looking forward to it. Do you have any idea of approximately when we might actually see the uh, or hear the finished product? Um, right now, we're looking at late summer, late summer, early fall. Okay. It's going to depend. Um, there may be some opportunity for people to get it earlier than that. Um, you know, we'll probably are, do... are we one of those people? <laughs> of course you are, David. <laughs> Come on now. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we're going to be doing, um, you know, we're going to be doing some pre-sale stuff and, and things like that. So there may be an opportunity to get it ahead of time. And then, of course, my radio pals and buds will, you know, I'll make sure that they get it well ahead of everybody else. And we'll make sure that you have a uh, you have a date here on the David Bowers Awards to uh, present the music and come in and talk about it too. Uh, looking, oh, awesome! De- Thank you. Definitely looking forward to that. You've done some some great stuff. I know your last two have uh, have really been uh, been solid. Uh, Captain America, we just played, and Heartbeat, which we will be playing here uh, after we finish talking with you for today. I uh, wanted to touch on a couple other things before we go any further. Uh, how are the boys doing? They are doing well. Um, I have two teenagers in the house now. Yes, <laughs> so that's I- fun. Yes, yeah, just a tad. They're eating me out of house and home, both taller than I am. So, you know, (laughs) it's a little bit crazy. 
Yeah, I can imagine it is. Now, are either of them driving yet? Um, my oldest is just starting to kind of play around a little bit in the car. Um, uh-huh. He's he's 15, so it's actually quite involved in North Carolina to even get your permit. Is it? So, um, you know, he'll be taking a driver's ed class later on this summer, and then, Good. you know, we we just have him driving to the stop sign out of the garage right now. So, um, but, yeah, now, you know, a little you, bit. You did say- you did say driving to the stop sign, not through the stop sign, right? Yeah, exactly. No, he's get, he's getting really good. He's he's not jerking the brake, you know. And oh. he's, he's really good. He puts his seatbelt on, and he's like really slow out of the the drive. So it's actually it's quite comical because I'm not that slow. I'm just like, you know, put the pedal to the <laughs> yeah. metal, and there we go. Oh, I remember, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm there I'm, at one time or another. Now, you yeah. kind of indicated to me, uh, waving at me through the uh, through the uh, blacked-out glass window between here and the, uh, and the uh, so-called green room, you kind of in, in indicated to me that you had a comment or an opinion on a subject that we were talking about with Jimmy Starr a few minutes ago, uh, the the difference between playing for pay and playing for free and where to draw the line between the two. So, yeah, I have a big difference of opinion. Um, I will never pay to play. Um, And that actually is a standard in amongst a lot of my peers, um, including some significant um, individuals that I am you know, connected to in the music industry. Um, Paying to play is just not um, something even an artist starting out should do. Um, If if I can interrupt for just a second here, uh, Nikki, I think, and I hope that I didn't create the wrong impression if I, that I didn't say something that misled the listeners. Uh, What we were trying to, what we were trying to explore there was not the artist's, paying to play because I am dead set. I'm deathly against that. Any artist that tells me that they've been offered that I, I do more than advise them not to, I'll I'll tell them, you know, turn the guy in. (laughs) But uh, what we were, what we were hoping to explore was the difference between being paid for a, uh, for a gig or being asked to play for free. And that was the point we were trying to see where the line was. Because, yes, I agree 100% with what Jimmy said. Artists need to get out there and play and play and play every chance they get. But at the same time, some of those gigs are going to be free gigs. And what I was hoping to draw out and elicit, and that's why I'm afraid I maybe misled the listener a little bit, what I was hoping to find out was how do you draw the line between when it's time to take a free gig and when you're being exploited by taking a free gig? Well, I mean, it's the same thing as going into the pay-to-play, and I actually knew what you were getting at, and I actually do think that he said that sometimes, you know, you may have to pay. Or you, and to me, if you're not at least breaking even, you're paying, right? right. So if you're not yeah. at least breaking even, you are paying, and that includes, like, traveling to other places. And... I will just, I mean, I'll give you a prime example. I mean, I have, um, I'm actually in in talks right now for performing at an event um, that is free. Um, It's more of a a charity event. However, 
there are certain things that I am asking for in return in order to make it worth my while or at least do a break-even plus some to actually go and perform at the event. And this is, for me, it's a big enough event that potentially the downstream um, implications of, you know, gaining fans and potentially selling things at the event and all kinds of stuff and publicity is, is worth anything that I will have to, um, you know, put up front myself and I'm expecting to end up ahead when it's all said and done. So, I mean, when I do things like that, I weigh, is it worth it for me to actually put up the, you know, the funds ahead of time to get it on the back end? If they they were, you you see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Nikki, this is John. The question that I have, though, is, you know, yes, I understand you're, you know, and I'm not saying you in particular, but, you know, you're a no-name and you're trying to make a name for yourself and you're a very talented musician. And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking in, in general. Um, and, you know, you get an opportunity to play the ballroom somewhere, you know, the mythical ballroom, and there's going to be 500 people there. And you know that you're good and you know you've got a shot at it. Do you do you feel that somebody in that stature should buy their own gas, should make the effort to go and play, and should play for free in hopes of getting some kind of recognition? So, as you put it, the downstream is that you'll get some recognition and start making a living. I guess it really depends on, you know, how much upfront you would have to, you know, shell out, right? I mean, if it's, you know, if it's a couple hundred bucks, it might be worth it, right? You know, I mean, if you're anticipating potentially downstream that you might get double that back for somebody starting out, it might be worth it to them, right? If If it's going to cost you... You know, I mean, case in point, like if somebody asked me to fly across the country to perform for free and no, pay everything no. out of pocket, I wouldn't do it. No, no, no. I would draw the line at that as well. Right? right I mean, I'd be like, no. If, say but, if you no, were a... Uh, you're an emerging artist. You're, you're, you know, a young kid who's uh, just out. You've been in the business maybe a couple of years. You're starting to play gigs locally. You approach this club in the area, and the owner says, okay, uh, I'll give you a crack, kid. Come on in here Friday night, and if I like what you do, then maybe I'll hire you. What do you do? I'd do it. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, what, sure. what, that's a no. What, that's a no. Yeah, that's a no-brainer because I mean, you really have nothing to lose at that point, especially if you're local. They're not asking you to pay for anything, right? You know, they're not asking you. They're just saying, "Come in, we'll try you out." You know, right. pay, sure. pay, play a gig for free, and if it goes well, you know, we'll we'll take we'll talk. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That would just be the same as doing like an open mic or something like that, right? I mean, right. a lot of us. Right. A lot of us do, you know, a lot of people that I know do open mics. They do karaoke. They do all kinds of stuff to start getting their name out there, right? And all of those are technically free gigs because you don't get paid for any of those. Sure, right. 
Okay. Understood that. Makes good sense. And yeah, I if uh, if Jimmy did get into the area of pay for play, that wasn't my intent. And like I said, I hope I didn't mislead him or any of the listeners. That that wasn't the area we were going into because uh, that's an anathema to me. I I just do not believe artists should have to pay to play. Uh, you know, you don't ask your dentist to pay you to work on your teeth. So uh, and and let's face it. Whether the musician is a beginner, uh, whether the or, or a long-term professional, I don't care who it is, uh, he is a talent in his own field, and uh, he deserves to be treated and paid accordingly. So, yeah, I uh, I agree yeah. with you on that, hundred yeah, percent. There is actually a lot of pay-to-play. There, there yes. really is a lot. I mean, I have been approached on numerous occasions, oh, we'd love for you to play, but it's going to cost you this. And I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. you can front me the check. Thank you. And the same, <laughs> the same for radio stations who uh, want to oh. play, they want to play your music. If you pay them, I'm saying, listen, let, let, let me, let me see if I understand this. You want me to pay you to help you make money from your sponsors. David, uh, I have been told it is, I have been told Give me a hundred thousand dollars and I'll get you on the radio. I mean, yeah. it, 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 and I'm like, seriously, if I had a hundred thousand dollars, I wouldn't need you to get me exactly. on the radio. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's really sad and 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 obscene in its own way that uh, anybody would have the audacity to ask someone. Uh, to do something like that. I mean, you know, I was in, John was too, we were in terrestrial broadcast commercial radio for, you know, for a career. And I just look back at it and I'm saying, you know, there is no way in hell that I would have ever considered asking an artist. No, to pay never, me. never, never, never. I mean, yeah. Okay. The record agents used to come around and sometimes they'd offer us, you know, a little bonus. Cause we were in the, we were in the business uh, shortly after the uh, payola scandals. And uh, fortunately we managed to miss all of that, but they were being the, the promoters and everybody were being very careful, but they would come around and, you know, maybe offer us an extra copy of the record or something. If our station was on their beat. It was never tied to playing the record. Uh, you know, uh, I tell you what, guys, uh, you, you guys are playing the record. Here's an extra copy for everybody on the staff or something like that. But it was never presented in the way that we're going to, we're going to give you this if you play our record. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Mickey, we're almost out of time here before we let you go. We know you've got the new album you're working on. We know that we've arm wrestled you into coming back and sharing it with us when it's available. What else have you got plans coming up in the near future? Anything? Um, well, yeah, like I said, I'm actually in talks right now to play at a, um, a pretty significant um, event. Um, hopefully we'll be able to to work out the details, um, and it, it actually could potentially be the largest crowd I've ever played in front of. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I'm, actually, I'm talking like in the thousands, so I'm actually kind of like OMG. Um, but uh, as soon as I get that nailed down, obviously I'll be sending out information on my newsletter and stuff, so um, if people want to stay up to date, 
you know, be sure you go to my website and sign up. Mm-hmm. See, this is going to be my little plug, www.nikkichris.com. <laughs> oh, right. um, and, you know, just working on the album, um, you know, primary thing. And, and um, I've got a couple things in the works. I can't talk about all of it right now. Well, I can understand that, and if you listened to our show last week, you know that uh, we are really persistent in twisting people's arms to get the secrets out of them, so we'll <laughs> we'll stay in touch with you and keep twisting your arm. Ladies and gentlemen, Nikki, Chris, thank you so much for being with us again this week, and we look forward uh, once again, as we always do, to next time. Thank you, Nikki. No, thank you guys for having me.
There you go. That's Heartbeat Nikki Chris. Another fun show, folks. We look forward to seeing you again next week. John Bon Jovi will take us home. On our way, sir. Hey, be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page, folks, and and like the David Bowers. I know he's hard to like, but like the David Bowers on Facebook and Twitter and all those other silly social media platforms. We would really appreciate that. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 noon Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3, and that's Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, and of course, for all you international bon vivants, 6 p.m. Greenwich for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So, until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick the Geek and all the other crew of rejects here at the Asylum, my name is John Bon Jovial, legendary or not, I'm so glad that you were with us this week, and we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.